And then by the, the third trip that I did, it was all about that. It was only about that. And it said basically that shame, the burden of this shame is hurting me. It's, it's actually, it's hurting me in ways that I can't see. It's hurting everything that I actually want to create in the world. My life used to feel like I was stuck on autopilot, trapped in the same thought loops, worries, and fears. Then something major happened. Enter psychedelics. My name is Kat Walsh, and you're listening to Trip On This. Join me as we journey together into these mysterious realms, discussing everything from personal transformation, otherworldly experiences, and practical at-home tips. Welcome, fellow traveler, to the land of limitless possibilities. Welcome back, my friends. It's your host, Kat. Today's episode is going to be, surprise, surprise, unconventional. It's a solo episode, and it's around uh, psychedelics helping us to release shame. I just want to give a quick heads up here that this is going to be a basically unedited episode I'm probably going to stumble over my words. I might say ums, ahs. I might have some long pauses. I uh, I have technically a few notes here that I don't think I'm going to really look at. Uh, and I'm just going to trust myself to be able to tell this story. And uh, and yeah, that's that. I want to give you kind of a heads up because this isn't the normal, I guess, flow of trip on this. If you're used to it, it's usually uh, with guests that I'm interviewing and that will be back to our regular scheduled programming very soon. Uh, But I wanted to talk about a subject that I don't necessarily hear very often in the psychedelic space. And the truth is, is I wouldn't have even known to be able to talk about this energy that psychedelics can help us release shame until something very recent happened in a mushroom experience, actually two, that uh, began to unravel Uh, let's just say like shameful uh, secrets that I had kept very close to my heart in fear and judgment and all of these different things. So this isn't like necessarily the easiest episode that I'm going to do, but anytime I'm uh, afraid of an episode and it's not like the kind of fear where I'm, you know, (laughs) looking over a mountain or something, uh, but it's the kind of fear that it's just good for me to push through. Um, I know that it's important, so just just bear with me on this one. Um, shame, right, as an energy, is what I would consider a a poison, a slow poison to the body, soul, spirit, right? When we hold secrets that we um, are ashamed of or there's something about us that we feel shame around that level of that non-acceptance that we have of ourself and not loving ourselves right to our fullest capacity because there's this thing that we put in the shadow and don't want to look at um it hurts us that's what uh when i was on a my last big mushroom trip i went to jamaica and I, in the first ceremony, the literally the first insight that came to me was that I needed to start releasing shame around something that uh, has caused me great despair since it had happened. I also have a good story about this too, but 
at first when I got the hit that I needed to start talking about this thing, I was literally like, oh God, no. Oh, please. Oh no, not that. Okay. Thankfully, the mushrooms kind of like let it go. It let it go in that first trip. In the third trip of that retreat, that's all this, that's all my trip was about. It let me kind of get off the hook with like, it kind of gave me like a little tease in that first uh, mushroom trip, didn't come up in the second, but the entire third was about unburdening myself of a shameful secret that millions of people have. And that's around STDs. I was diagnosed at 30 with HSV2. That is most commonly known as herpes. I'm, I'm very fortunate that mine doesn't, I guess, like really express. It actually, it was kind of like through a full panel that I was doing it, that it came up. Like I didn't even think that it was going to happen. So it was quite shocking to my system when I found out that I did. Um, but the mental and emotional anguish that came with that diagnosis has been a dark cloud over my soul for really until this trip. This is the second time I've spoken publicly about something that I literally never even told. The only people I told were my parents as I was crying, thought my life was over, thought nobody would love me, thought nobody would want me the same, that people wouldn't look at me the same, that they wouldn't think of me as sexy or cute. God forbid, if you have a crush on me, do you still? That kind of feeling, right? To know the truth about me, to be in the whole truth about me. And um, I didn't even tell my best friends. I didn't even journal about it, you guys. Because I was afraid that even when I was dead, somebody would go back and read my journal and find out. So you can imagine the 360 here or 180, (laughs) I guess it'd be a 180, right? The 180 uh, to get here, to be telling uh, thousands of people about something that I literally wouldn't even write to my private journal in the fear that when I died, somebody would read it, okay? So that's what this episode is about, is that arc. How can somebody go from there to there in such a quick amount of time? And um, psychedelics. And, and I don't want to say this as like a, oh God, I now be, be afraid of psychedelics because you don't want to talk about the things that you don't want to talk about. But let me talk about what it has done for me. Um, I also want to, let me, let me take a pause and actually just like talk, talk a little bit about um, the stages of actually freedom that has come from something like an STD, particularly something like herpes that isn't, um, that's very like highly misunderstood. You know what I mean? Uh, so just just for a little like education for people, it's think of it as a cold sore, right? So if you don't have any, if you don't have a cold sore, then the likelihood that you can you can kiss people all you want it's when you have a breakout that you can pass it, right? Yes, there's a small window of shedding, uh, you know, with it that could, but it's again it's very low. Um, I won't get into all the science, but think of it as the same way with this. So if you aren't someone who is like fully expressing, um, then the viral load is, is low, lower in you. And the other thing that I want to say is one in four women in the United States has it. One in six men have it. 90% don't know. So don't panic. If you went to Planned Parenthood right now, 
um, they wouldn't, they don't even test for it because it's not really a big deal. It's, it's a bigger psychological deal. Basically everybody, like they basically say like there's a, there's a degree and most people fall in the window of it. But if you don't actually have symptoms, then they actually don't test for it. So, um, why am I bringing this up? Uh, <laughs> I had a point. Oh, okay. So I just want to say like, before this had happened, before when I was 30, um, I was always very afraid to really desire what I wanted. Um, I wasn't, you know, I, I'm naturally like very sexual, but that doesn't mean I was outwardly sexual, but my whole essence, like I'm pretty flirty with a life. Like it just, it like comes through, but that's honestly later in my life. It like happens really after my thirties. And I would dare say happen after this diagnosis. Um, and so it's the stages of freedom, right? So before I was always so afraid that I would get this particular one because, oh, the, the big, like, there's no cure. Literally, I thought that my life would be over. And the craziest part is when, when you, when you know how common it is, and obviously if you're a sexually active adult, it could happen to you quite literally anyone. So the amount of like judgment I was still carrying around other people that had it, it was, is almost mind boggling to me now to think, why would you ever be judgmental over something that you participate in? It could be you. I know so many people that have been with one partner and got it. And it's like, do we judge them? No, we don't. But somehow it's, I mean, we do, honestly, because if you've got it, then you like, it's always been known as this like scarlet letter. And that's what the psychedelic experience um, wanted me to begin healing. The nice thing is, is bef through this, um, <laughs> I feel myself wanting to stop because I feel like I'm going into like too much, too much detail, but should we just keep going? Okay. I'm hearing just keep going in my mind, by the way. <laughs> I think I'm just getting nervous and like talking too much, but let me, let me just, let me just keep rambling and see how we do here. Um, I, I think the reason why I'm also getting a little stopped right now is because I actually have a full video on my other podcast called life with Kat Walsh and it's called the secret power of an STD. And if you are, you or somebody, you know, has been diagnosed and is struggling with it, I highly encourage you watch it. I'll link it right here if you're watching the video. And if you're listening, it's on, again, it's on Life with Cat Walsh and it's called The Secret Power of an STD. I go into this story in grave detail, but long story short, so maybe I'll cut to the chase here, is that after I got diagnosed, I felt that I almost became free to experience the kind of things that I want to experience, to uh, date different kind of people. I went to sexy parties in my life. I've had really fun, sexual, wild experiences in my life. And I would have never allowed myself to do that prior to this happening because I was in fear of what if this thing happened and then it happened, right? Okay, well, that, and I just wanna say too, uh, those wild, fun, sexy experiences were with people that I dated that knew, that didn't have it and never got it. So for those listening that um, may have it as well or might be dating someone, I've been with five people that I've dated uh, regularly. We had unprotected sex and none of them got it. So just understand that it's it's uh, very manageable if you know you, where you're at, if you know your status and you're 
honest with your partner, uh, many, many, many people can just like basically work around it. All right. And so that was the first thing that I got to understand through this was a level of compassion and love, uh, first for others. And the judgment that I felt about others around, I don't know, a certain type of girl in quotes that would get <laughs> these certain kind of STDs. I was like, that's the most absurd, ridiculous shit that I've ever thought, cat. And yet I had to, all of that judgment that I had projected out had to first be healed through me. Because that was, if if you were judgmental, that that all of that goes right back on ourself. And um and so I thought my healing, and it, and it did, my healing journey was beginning. Um, every time I told a partner my, where I was at, you know, told him, told him the details, told him like, look, it's not that, it's not going to be, just, just laid it all out, you know? And I was like, I get it, but either way you want to go with this, like I understand. And um, I feel very fortunate that, yeah, like in this case, like I was, I, it all, all of them were cool, you know, and they basically, it was, it was worth it for them to, to take the risk that I was worth it. Um, and I thought, I thought I was doing great, except that there was still something in me that thought that, uh, I was just waiting for the other shoe to drop. I'm like, okay, if it's not him, it's the next guy okay, if it's not him, it's the, it's the next guy after that, like waiting for this level of rejection. And now weaving back to psychedelics, sorry, I told you, I warned you guys that this is going to be all over the place because it's, <laughs> it's a personal subject that I'm doing my best talking about here. Um, but uh, yeah, so the psychedelics, so I'm on this mushroom trip and the mushrooms first tell me in the first trip through, you know, the knowing as they do, it says basically that it's it's hard to kind of explain the way that like knowledge pours in on a psychedelic. But for those who have had their own experiences, um, you'll understand when the information just drops into your awareness of what you need to do. And it said basically like you need to start telling people about your status. Now, it did not say tell everybody on a podcast, by the way. We'll get there. <laughs> it was about close people to me. Uh, like my best friends, for instance. They didn't know either because, you know, like I said, even my journal didn't know. Um, and and then by the, the third trip that I did, it was all about that. It was only about that. And it said basically that shame, the burden of this shame is hurting me. It's it's actually, it's hurting me in ways that I can't see. It's hurting everything that I actually want to create in the world. It was hurting, um, you know, I talk about all, like, I want all the things that I want to birth into this world and create and expand. And it was basically saying, like, the thing is, is that there is a part of you that is subtly rejecting yourself Every moment, every moment you stay in the shadow, you are rejecting yourself. And by rejecting yourself ever so slightly in your subconscious mind, which it was, you know, it was very, I put that in the back burner because this has been like years now, I'm 37. So um, seven years, I'm not, just is not like prep heavily on my mind anymore. But it was 
shown and saying, oh, no, this weighs very heavily on you, actually. It's, on, it's, it's all over you. And the thing is, is that when, when you suddenly reject yourself, that is, because we're all mirrors to one another, there is a subtle rejection to the world. The world is going to mirror back what you feel about yourself, right? And so even though I, um, you know, I've been very kind to myself, I've learned to be kinder to myself throughout this whole thing, and which is why I don't think the mirror reflection has been too crazy, but it was saying it, it's, it's hurting you in ways that you can't understand. And you should basically consider unburdening yourself of this. And it told me how, actually. It, it, um, there was a guy on my trip that was, I thought he was really attractive on this retreat. And um, he lives in a different state. And so he was kind of like the perfect proxy to start with and he's like and the my guides the mushrooms my guides my higher self was like uh um you should start you know like uh, releasing this this heaviness off your chest and come out of the, the shadow basically and you should start with this the guy here you know and I was like oh no like now and now I'm feeling like here I'm am I going to be burdening somebody else like this is the, probably the last thing they want to hear like oh my god like what <laughs> What, what what am I doing right now? So I started though with I'm I'm thankful I actually decided to start with one of the the women in my group and I told her and I was literally a sobbing sobbing mess like just crying my eyes out we went away and I just it was like that first like release of of just fear honestly just an insane amount of fear of like, are you going to look at me the same way? Do you like, do you see me differently now? All the shit that comes with this. And, and I want to say to you guys, um, the shame, something that we're, this could be an eating disorder. This can be addiction, right? This can be, uh, any like humiliating story that you would just would, shrivel if you if somebody if people knew about right like that feeling so when I'm talking about this story um bro you broaden out if you can around just this energy of the secrets that we hold uh right just just and 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 uh yeah sorry uh, but you know what I'm saying right like it's um I'm, I'm making it specific to me around this subject because this is how it taught me but I want to also expand it out that the secrets and shame are, can be lots of things. Okay. So, um, anyway, I just basically ugly cried in front of her and, and I kind of gave her a, like a heads up that I was gonna, that I needed to talk to her and it was like heavy and, and that I was very sorry. And it, was it okay? You know, like I wanted to ask her permission and, uh, yeah, she was, she was great. And I got that off my chest, but like, I thought that was kind of done. And it was like, no, you gotta, you gotta talk to, you gotta talk to this guy too. And I was like, I know it didn't say, by the way, sorry, let me, let me just, mushrooms never talk like that. It's not like you have to do this. Not at all. It's literally like this, like gentle, it's like, I, it, it's like, I will always love you energy. The mushrooms are like, we will always love you, but for you, for you, there's this thing that you should do, that you should consider basically, maybe consider this. It's like that kind of energy where it doesn't force anything, you know, it's just like, 
But because I know what mushrooms have done for my life, they have changed my fucking life. They've changed me in such a fundamental way that I trust them. I trust myself and I trust the spiritual guidance that I get through those insights. Uh, and, and obviously the subsequent days after. Mind you, by the way, this, this happened like in January. I'm filming this April 19th. So this isn't like, I'm just tripping and like high thoughts. Now I'm going to like do this episode. Like, nope, this is fully integrated. Uh, I mean, not fully. Hello. This is an ongoing process, but you know what I'm saying? Anyway, sorry, I digress. And uh, so, so back to, so back to this. So I, I turned to the guy and I just said, can I, can I tell something that's just, you know, like deeply personal? And I just tell him and I'm, I'm, I'm tearing up, you know, in it. And I'm trying to, I'm, I'm telling him just like matter of fact, but I, I just tell him like all the things and he just says like every right thing back to me and like everything that I could, somebody who just like one understood what I was going through and wish that I, uh, and like understood it. So like the empathy of just like, I understand how hard this is for you. And also I wish, I wish you didn't feel that way because you know you're still beautiful and desirable and awesome kind of thing you know like but under like holding both of those like when your soul need just needs a hug and then also like and also you know you're awesome kind of thing and I was like this is a perfect uh that was a perfect like it was and anyway it ended up leading to like a three-hour discussion um and we got so close in that three hours and I was so grateful for that time and um and I felt real intimacy after that experience. Like it opened up a level of intimacy with him in, in a friendship way um, that, I, that I just hadn't had there before. And, uh, and then I went and I did a, the episode that I was mentioning, The Secret Power of an STD. That was the first time I ever talked about this. Um, and I felt the call today again. And I, I got to say, like I had a lot of resistance coming to this episode um, my audience is much bigger on trip on this. Life with Cat Walsh was on some ways like a massive, huge first step, but also still small in comparison because it's my smaller platform. Although I love that podcast. And if you guys are, it's a personal journal style podcast, but I keep it really fucking real. And if, if you guys are going through a lot in your life and if you're on an evolutionary, if you're, you know, consciously evolving and wanting to make like uh, good choices for yourself and, and, you know, whether it's entrepreneurial or wanting to get really aligned with what feels good for your soul. I <laughs> like total plug. I definitely, uh, definitely encourage you guys to listen to life with Cat Walsh. It's, you get to know me a lot more. I don't know that you do really much on trip on this with, uh, cause it's an interview style podcast, but if you want to spend some time with me there, it's fun. Um, and so that's really the the big stuff, you know. I the thing that I thought was really interesting was, first of all, with no surprise, that the first time I did the uh, the the Life with Cat Walsh, the STD episode on that end, uh, it's my highest watched and listened to episode. No surprise, because here we are, millions of people suffering quietly in shame and living basically the same story. <laughs> like, it's so crazy to me that, okay, so we all are into sex, right? We live in a sex-crazed 
fucking you like at least in the united states like sex craze but like also i guess like maybe religious oppression to like under the radar but like we all know that like porn hub and shit is like just exploding everywhere how many people are watching it so many people are having sex and then as a society not only are we all having sex or a lot of us <laughs> at least if we you know can or want to right um but then then there's just this thing that's like par for the course, like, oh, okay, well, you know, if you have sex, like there, there's these things. And then to actually create punishment around self-punishment, like a societal punishment and then a self-punishment over something that we all want and do is so crazy to me. And I was so part of it. That's the craziest part. I'm like, here I was, like, trust me, I wasn't like Mother Teresa, certainly in my 20s, I made mistakes and clearly, right? Um, and- and, and the thing is, is that, uh, I forgot where I was going with this. Oh yeah. And I think about, do you guys remember when, like during the first COVID, uh, t period when that first came out, when people would like it right in like the beginning, right. When, when people would get COVID or like even in the, towards the middle, the level of shame people felt around having to tell people around an invisible virus. I mean, look, we are so wild that we are going to somehow internalize uh like even even the coronavirus you know like i just remember people being just yeah the shame of getting covid you know <laughs> like as if it had anything to do with the person um it's crazy and then of course when you add sex into any equation you know i'm i'm guessing i don't mean this to be offensive but that's just religious top-down religion religious kind of like shame around those type of people and um having sex out of pr uh, marriage or something i was gonna say sex out of prison like what <laughs> i i don't know if that i'm not saying that marriage is a prison oh my god let me should i cut this out i'm i would love to be married happily but i'm just not so <laughs> uh control all delete you guys men in black stick anyway um is there anything else i want to say about this yeah just releasing shame and how psychedelics can help us love ourselves. That's really the message is it basically said, it's time that you start loving yourself, cat. You are fucking awesome and beautiful and sexy. This is so, you are making such a massive thing around something like this and you are literally hurting yourself more than you know, cat. All of us that hold shame and a secret like that, especially when so many others are suffering with the same thing. It's like, and I understand because, boy, did I have a lot of resistance talking about this. I'm going to be really scared when I press, uh, like, publish on this bad boy. But I just know, you know, my guides told me today when I sat down, because I didn't have a whole lot of enthusiasm to do this episode, to be honest, um, just today, like I was like, okay, I got it. But then as I sat down, I think just all the fear and how am I going to say it and started to come up and, 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 um, and then they just, they, I, my higher self just kind of reminded me like, this isn't about you. This isn't about you. This is a human, this is a human thing. And I was just given a piece of information from the mushrooms called shame poisons us. It hurts us. Holding secrets like that. You know the, the phrase, the truth will set you free? Legit. The truth will set you free. I have to say also, by the way, like 
quick side note, after I had put out that first uh, STD video, there was kind of like a little bit of a silence from, there's a lot of people that like reach out to me that I didn't know that were like, thank you so much. Oh my God, thank you so much. Like this video is, you know, all the, all, all of the stuff. It just, you know, it felt good. But then like from people that I hadn't, like that knew me, uh, that weren't like super close friends of mine, there, there wasn't anything. And I was, I was particularly thinking of like a few guys that I feel like, I don't know, maybe had a crush on me before. They just kind of, they're like into my style and whatever. And it was kind of like radio silence for a little bit. And I was like, oh, I was like, well, that's just part of the chorus is like, yeah, I'm not, when this, when something like this happens, like, great, you're not for everyone. I'm like, was I ever? <laughs> I'm pretty eccentric. <laughs> I'm pretty out there. I talk about psychedelics on a podcast, you know, but, um, but, but then the coolest part is that literally every single person that I would like was maybe thinking like, oh, are they not whatever? All of them ended up like one week later, like just like back to like, like writing me like funny things and like whatever. And I was like, you mean my life isn't over? You mean it's okay? You mean like not everyone just like suddenly like turned their back on me? You know, I had the thought literally, I'm sorry, this is getting really long, but if you're still here or whatever, we can hang out. Um, I had the thought literally that like, uh, those of you watching this or listening to this that, you know, oh, are you, am I going to talk about this? And like, are you going to want to, you going to like me the same? You're going to look at me the same? You're going to, uh, whatever, like the, the, the mind aspect. And I was like, oh, oh, is that okay? Is that okay either way? If somebody doesn't want to listen to your podcast, Cap, because if you telling your truth, then like, okay, well, Godspeed, you know, <laughs> no problem. Um, and uh, and yeah, it's just like putting everything back into perspective when it comes to things like shame. And when it's just this, again, it's radical self-love. Ayahuasca taught me my curriculum in this life was self-love. It's really, really basic when you think of it in, in a mental construct, but when you actually start to break down, what does self-love look and feel like? What does it look like in action? That's different. And in this case, uh, talking about something that I thought I was going to, uh, a secret I was going to die with, um, to bring light and healing to it, to the energy of shame and how, uh, yeah, that we can free ourselves. Anyway, now, now I'm a recording. So um, I think that's all. I think that's all I want to talk about. I, if you guys don't mind, on Life with Cat Walsh, I pull a, I pull a card, a Metatron card. Um, this is by the Archangel Metatron. It's called, the, I'm sorry, the Archangel Metatron Self Mastery Oracle. It's by Amanda Ellis. She's a medium and a channel from London. And I just love her. She's on YouTube. Um, by the way, you can cut it here. I might even cut it here. So if I just like cut out right now, you just know that like the card reading didn't match this video. But if it does, I don't know. It just keeps calling to me. I always pull one of these uh, after Life with Cat Walsh because I just think it's fun to like have a quick little message. And I'm feeling it right now for this. Maybe because this is so unconventional and different than my normal trip on this, which is just about, you know, cool psychedelic stories and people doing their thing. Um, but I thought, why not talk about, Ooh. oh, okay. Well, the card that just came out, so interesting. So interesting. All right. It's, it's card 23. It's called duality. It's within the shame. 
that it shows us, right, within what is what is dark for us or the things that we want to bury away. And it is through that that it shows us where where the light needs to come, where the light of awareness, where our love needs attention. Areas that we're hiding, right, are in the dark. They're quite literally hiding in the dark. And when something is hiding, that is pulling our attention to address it. And in many ways, I feel like the mushrooms um, were the light shining a very bright light on a darkness that I had been burying away for a long time. I was going to do it as long as I could. But because holding energy like that does not help me, it hurts me. Um, it only wanted me to bring more levity to an area so I'm not weighed down by that feeling. So it's really interesting that this comes up because in many ways it's like this is how the soul grows. It, it, the reason why I feel like every single person probably listening to this has been some can feel shame, has felt shame in some aspect of their life. Um, it gives us also opportunity to evolve, to grow through, to, to have courage. This took great courage to talk to you about. I didn't have this type of courage before. I never thought I would ever be at the place in my life that I could ever be this courageous to just say the truth and to be okay with whatever you think. That's, that's different for me. And it's an opportunity for all of us that it's not to feel bad about the shame or, or, and you know, whatever those uncomfortable feelings, but to actually, uh, that they're just, they're just, they're just calling us forward to like shine a little light on them. I'm not saying shining light is easy because sometimes shining light is saying your truth. And sometimes that in truth is uncomfortable. It could be humiliating, humiliating. It could be embarrassing, but on the other side of it is liberating. My final note that I want to mention is that after my uh, episode with that, oh my God, and I had this like insane catfish story. Okay, cliffhanger, cliffhanger. If you want to see the craziest catfish story of, of all time, literally, literally, or hear about it, again, Life with Cat Walsh. There's two episodes there. You'll find them. Um, after I released those two episodes though, I've had so much opportunity open up now. I have four sponsors now for Chip on This. And I just started, just started and are like going out to sponsors. And I have um, really big press events coming up. I have, I am seeing a level of expansion opportunity that I had not seen before. Now, coincidence, maybe, who knows? I don't believe in coincidence. Um, all I know is that the more that I have stepped in courage and have began to fully accept and love myself, the bigger my platform has grown. So I feel like there's something to that as well, is that the more that we come into an acceptance with ourself, that the more we can create into this life. Thanks for sticking around. If you've been here, I know it was quite rambly and all over the place, but I hope it was helpful. Um, psychedelics, baby. Psychedelics really as such a major catalyst for healing, but you don't need them. You don't need them necessarily. If you know what your truth is, if you know what your burden is, figure out an action step. Who can you tell? How can you start to free yourself? That's what this is about. Freedom, baby. All right. I love you guys.